Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. sisters, at this time we will continue in a sermon series in the book of Exodus, and we're going to see in this passage today that God is getting ready to make true his promise to deliver Israel out of Egypt from the hand of their oppressors in the land of bondage. Prior to this 10th plague, Yahweh gives instructions for the Passover meal. So today we're going to continue in this series, and I ask now that you stand for the reading of God's word. I'm going to ask your forgiveness now because I'm trying to focus up here because I cannot see the light is dark. So um, as I read this, please bear with me. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the 10th day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's house, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of this month when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill the lamb at twilight. Then then they shall take some of the blood and put it on on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled boiled in water, but roast it its head with its legs and its inner parts, and you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It it is the Lord's Passover, for I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will smite all the first, strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you. 
when I strike the land of Egypt. This is the word of Lord. It is, given, it is absolutely true, and it is given to us in love. Thank you. You may be seated. At my house, we start to prepare for Thanksgiving weeks in advance. The first thing Sonya does is she gets a count of who will be in attendance. And once she gets a count of who will be in attendance, she starts to prepare and write her list for the ingredients that she needs to get. She knows exactly how many potatoes to get for the sweet potato pie based on the number of people that would be at our house. She knows how big of a turkey to get based on the number of people that will be at our house. Thanksgiving at my house is a big feast. Thanksgiving at my house is a communal meal because we invite family over. So, so it, is, it is a time that we all come together. We, we, we give thanks. We say a few reflections, and we eat. It is a communal time at my house. It is a feast. And in this passage, we will see that God is giving instructions for the Passover meal. The Passover meal is a feast. It is a bigger feast than what goes on at my house. God gives specific instructions that the, the, the sacrificial animal should, should be chosen four days in advance. And he, he's telling them to plan in advance so there will be no problem with the lamb. So they, they will know how big of a lamb they need to get based on how many people will be eating. And, and this lamb was to be without blemish. He, he didn't just tell them to get a lamb. He told them how the lamb should be. He told them it should be without blemish. It should be a male that was year old. It could be a sheep or a goat. I mean, it, it, you, you get it, you keep it for 14 days. I, I, I often remember about when I, was, when I was younger, my uncle had a farm, and, and whenever he got ready, before he would slaughter a hog, he would bring the hog in. He didn't let him out there. He, he would pick the one that he wanted, and he would bring that hog in because he said, I'm bringing him closer to me because I want to fatten him up. I want to get him right. So when I take him down to the butcher, I'm going to have a good product. So God was telling them to, to get this lamb, get it. You got four days. This is to make sure there was nothing wrong with it. To make sure because it had to be without blemish. So they would keep it four days. And then the whole assembly would come together and they would kill this lamb. And, and, and not only would, did he tell them what to eat, he told them, how to eat it. He said, do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roast it. He said, listen, don't, 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 don't boil it. It's a, it's a bad man that boils his meat before he grill it. <laughs> don't boil it. Don't, 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 don't put it in the water. He said, roast it. Put it, put it on a fire. Then, then he says this, then take the blood and put blood over the door posts and, and the lentil. Then he says, eat the flesh that night. And then he tells them that you're going to eat this lamb and you're going to eat it with unleavened 
bread. Y'all, anybody know what unleavened bread is? It is the original flat bread. This bread didn't have time to rise. It did not have yeast in it because this meal was not going to be like Thanksgiving. Are are y'all following me? At Thanksgiving, I already told you that at my house, we get together, we hold hands, we say a prayer, we say a few things the Lord has done for us this year, we say grace, then we go eat. And we repeat that cycle throughout the day. Are y'all following me? We, we, we say grace, we eat, we watch a little football, we come back and we eat again. But this Passover was not going to be like that. This Passover meal was, God told them to eat, listen, with your belt fastened. Are, are y'all following me? It, they, 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 the men actually wore long dresses. I, I don't know what it's called, but they, they wore these, these things that was long. And, 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 and if they would have to run, they would be, they, it could trip them up. So the Lord tells them to, to, to watch this, eat with your belt on. Now, Eating with your belt on at Thanksgiving ain't a good idea. Are, are y'all following me? As a matter of fact, I find the biggest sweatpants I got at Thanksgiving because I, I, I need something to happen here. Anybody following me? I, I need some expanding to happen. And I don't want to be restricted when I eat. So what God was telling him, he said, listen, make sure you got your shoes on your feet because this is going to be your last meal in Egypt. Listen, listen, when you understand that you're about to be delivered from bondage, man, you eat with everything you got. So he tells them to to eat with with, with your belt fastened, with with your shoes on, because it won't be no sitting around. Listen, you had to be ready when the call came. Now, we had already seen how God had been delivering Egypt and plague after plague. God was destroying all the gods of Egypt. So God, before they were separated, but this time they were all together. And and if the children of Israel did not follow God's instruction, they were subject to the punishment that was designed for the people of Egypt. Are y'all following me? So he told them, y'all need to eat ready to go. Are are y'all following me so far? You got to be ready when the call comes. Not only did he tell them what to eat, not only did he tell them how to eat it, not only did, did, did they know that they had to have, they needed to be ready to go in a moment's notice, it was a communal meal. Listen, he says, if, if, if the house next door to you is too small for a whole lamb, eat with the neighbor. And if you got too much in your house, watch this, eat with the person next to you. Y'all, that tells me that from the very beginning, the life of the church was about community. Are y'all following me? It was about community. It was important to know that from the very beginning, God had intended for us to look out for one another. He wanted us to look out for our brother. He wanted us to look out for our sister. He wanted everybody to have it's, it's, it's scripture. It's scripture. He says, if it's too big for you, share with your neighbor. Wow. How often do we miss it? Y'all, I've been a part of this church for three years, and I've heard Sunday, 
More Sundays than I can count, Dave talking about community. Dave talking about us as a church. Dave talking about us inviting other people into our circle. Dave talks about inviting people to our table. Listen, y'all, it's in the Bible. This is supposed to happen. We're supposed to be connected to one another. We're supposed to make sure that we look out for one another. The life of the church is about community. Because this meal was a once and for all meal. Are you listening to me? This wasn't a meal that we can go back and pick at later. This, what, what Christ was showing us with this meal, he was leading us to our need for Christ. That's what God was showing us. With this particular Passover meal, it was pointing us ahead, ahead to Christ. When we do communion, y'all, we don't, we don't take what's left over and, and give the folk, do we? No, 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 no. We, we come together, we eat, we take it. Listen, when it's done with, y'all, we get rid of it. Because it's not something that we come back and pick at later. And when, what Christ did for us on the cross, y'all, he died once and for all. What, what we do is a memorial. It, it, it reminds us we are communing with God. He becomes the very elements when we come together. It reminds us of where he's brought us from. It reminds us of what he's done for us. And not only is it a reminder, but he is in the very midst with us. That's good stuff, y'all. Because he wanted us to know that he was with us. He wanted us to know that I'm about to deliver you. And then he tells them, this is, this is my favorite part, is that the lamb had to be without blemish. The lamb had to be, it couldn't have any ailments. It couldn't, it couldn't, couldn't nothing be wrong with it. Just like Jesus. Y'all, he was without blemish. And, and, and we celebrate the Lord's Supper in place of the Passover. This is my favorite part of this passage is that he tells them to take the blood, dip it in some hyssop, and put it on the doorposts, and then put it on the lentils. Right there, he, he tells them to, to put the blood on the doorpost and put it on the lintel of the house. And he says that when he sends the plague, but when he sees the blood on the house, that the destroyer will pass over the house. Y'all, that's good stuff right there. Look, that's, that's, that's good stuff right there. That when he sees the blood, he's not concerned about Who's in the house? He didn't say if the black people was in the house. He didn't say if it was white people in the house. He didn't say if it was Republicans in the house. He didn't say if it was Democrats in the house. He didn't say if it was rich folk in the house. He didn't say if it was poor folk in the house. But he said everybody in the house will be covered when he saw the blood. Y'all, that is good stuff. See, see, when he saw the blood, it covers. He's not looking for anything else. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm happy about that. That when he looks at me, he's not looking 
at my faults. He's looking for the blood. Yeah, somebody ought to be happy about that. Yeah, I ought to get more nods than that. That when he looks at you, he's not looking at your shortcomings. But he's looking for the blood. Listen, listen. Blood is important. Because he said, if the blood was not on the house, that the destroyer would come in and kill the firstborn. Listen, both man and beast. It, y'all, it's, it's important to know that if the blood wasn't there, it, it didn't matter. Even if it was the children of Israel, if they were not covered by the blood, if that blood was not on the house, they would have lost their firstborn. That's, that's his word. So the children of Israel had to do, follow God's instructions and do what he said. So they had to put the blood on their house. And y'all, guess what? Blood still work today. <laughs> the blood still works today. What blood am I talking about? The blood that Jesus shed on Calvary. That blood still works today. Brothers and sisters, that is the only thing that he is looking for when he looks at us. He's looking for the blood. Y'all, we ought to be excited that God came down through 42 generations. He took the form of a man. Listen, he became our Passover lamb. He became the lamb. He was willing to lay down to take on the sins of this world. Y'all, it wasn't that he, he not only covered our sin, but he cleansed our sins. Y'all, y'all, there, there's a song that I love. It says, what can wash away my sins? What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me love my neighbors like I ought to? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can soothe my soul? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can calm all my fears? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What dries away all my tears? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can give strength to the weak? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can mend a broken heart? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What will never lose its power? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So brothers and sisters, Christ, God showed up to do something for the children of Israel. He showed up and said, I'm about to show you that I am the greatest of all times. Are y'all following me? Y'all, right now, there's, there's this, there is this big thing that's going on. First, we used to talk about uh, Michael Jordan. Greatest basketball player ever. No one would ever be as good as Mike. Y'all, then there came along, there is somebody named LeBron James. Are y'all listening to me? Y'all, y'all, y'all remember, now we're talking about Tom, Tom Brady as the GOAT. Y'all, in enough time, there'd be somebody else. Are y'all listening to me? Does anybody remember when Serena was on top of the world in tennis? In enough time, there's somebody else. 
But when it comes to our Lord and Savior Jesus, time, Jesus Christ, time won't bring on anybody greater. Are, are y'all with me? I don't care what it looked like. I don't care how it feels. He will always be the greatest of all time. He will always be the only one that defeats death. He will always be the only one that will heal. He will always be the only one that has all power in his hand. So as we look to God, we must be grateful that he is our Passover lamb, that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. It's the blood, y'all. It's only the blood. It's only by the blood that we're here today. It's only by the blood, y'all, that one day when we leave this place, we will unite with him. It's because of the blood. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your love, your kindness, your grace, and your mercy. God, you are better than life itself. Father, we simply ask that you would help us to remember that you are our Passover lamb, that you suffered and died, not just to cover our sins, but to cleanse our sins. God, we are so grateful that we are your people and we are covered in the blood. Because when you look down, you simply want to see the blood. So, Father, we say thank you for the blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.